welcome to the Agiostos. My name is Bill Dykstra. Today is June 6th, and we commemorate St. Hilarion the New. The time frame we're going to be looking at today takes place between the 8th and 9th centuries. For our regular listeners and those uh, in the know, should know that this means one thing. Iconoclastic controversies. Now let's get you up to speed on what that is. From the early 700s to the mid 800s, for a 100 to 150 year period, this was when the Byzantine state and church, at various times to varying degrees, banned the veneration of icons. So the saints from these periods are typically people who come into conflict conflict with these policies. We have spoken about a few of them already in the podcast. There was St. Michael the Confessor, and I believe there was someone else in our episode on confessors, but maybe we did St. Michael twice. I don't know. Regardless, Hilarion is no different. One thing that I mentioned straight away is his odd title, St. Hilarion the New. It reminds me of a saying from high school. Whenever someone admitted to be ignorant on something or said something that was dumb, the disparaging question they'd receive was, What are you, new? However, for Hilarion, the title wasn't an insult. Hilarion had had a devotion to his namesake, St. Hilarion the Great, the 3rd century Palestinian monk. Today's Hilarion wished to emulate the Hilarion he was named after. Hilarion was born to a devout couple, Peter and Theodosia, outside of Constantinople. At the age of 12, he was tonsured as a monk, and he eventually became a disciple of St. Gregory the Decapolite at the Dalmatis Monastery, under which he received the Great Schema. When the igumen of the monastery died, it was going to be Hilarion who was named as his successor. However, Hilarion caught wind of the plan, and flew the coop. Now I understand that I may have gone over some words that not everyone may have heard before, um, but in Eastern monasticism there are various ranks. To receive the great schema is the highest of these ranks. Also, whenever you hear the word hegumen or igumen, it refers to the head of a monastery. It's like the role of an abbot from the West. So from escaping the monastery, Hilarion made his way to Constantinople. The patriarch of Constantinople soon got involved when the monks asked that he send Hilarion back. After a conversation with the patriarch, Hilarion decided to return to Dalmatis. As evidence here, Hilarion was a humble man, believing he was not only that he was not holy enough to fill the vacant shoes of the igumen. However, this does not mean that he would shy away from conflict. In 813, the iconoclastic emperor, Leo the Armenian, took the throne. Hilarion rightly condemned the emperor as a heretic, an act which landed him in prison. The saintly patriarch Nicephorus was deposed and replaced with the iconoclastic Theodotus. Theodotus instructed the monks of Dalmatis to cease their veneration of icons. With the commands of the patriarch in mind, they petitioned the emperor that, if they released Hilarion from prison, they would put an end to their their iconophilic ways. He agreed and released Hilarion to the monks. 
However, the emperor soon found out that the monks didn't keep up their end of the bargain and continued the use of icons in prayer as usual. Hilarion was again apprehended, jailed, and tortured. Hilarion was released in 820 with the ascension of Emperor Michael II to the throne. However, ten years after, he was jailed yet again when the iconoclastic heretic Theophilus rose to power. You see how chaotic this time was. Anyways, as you can probably guess, Theophilus dies and his wife, Empress Theodora, released him in 842, meaning he spent 20 years in prison for his beliefs. He returned to the monastery and continued his role as the Igman. He dies three years later. Probably the most famous saint from this area was uh, Theodore the Sudite, famous for his treaty which defended the veneration of icons. When he died in 826, Hilarion noted that he had seen angels who took the soul of Theodore the Sudite to heaven. So I guess today, when we go to our icon corner, when we go to pray, when we go to church and we see the icons, we can be a little more thankful today for the witness of people like St. Hilarion. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. This has been your Daily Dose of Agios. St. Hilarion the New, pray for us.